Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Can you believe it? It's practically the end of 2020. And here at Circle Round, we're hard at work producing a bunch more episodes for you to enjoy in 2021. So this week, we're presenting a favorite Circle Round episode from Season 2. We'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Till then, we wish you and yours a happy, healthy, and hopeful New Year. When it comes to leaders, people who are in charge, we want them to have certain qualities, like wisdom, honesty, fairness. You can probably name a whole bunch more. In today's story, we'll hear about a wise, honest, and fair leader who's ready to step down, and the contest he holds to decide who will take his place. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Emperor's Challenge. Versions of this tale originally come from China. Some really great people came together to bring you our telling of this folktale, including Christine Toy Johnson and Nikki Suhu. Christine's currently in the national tour of the hit Broadway musical Come From Away. You grown-ups might also recognize her from Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. And kids, you may know Nikki Suhu from Star Wars Resistance on the Disney Channel and Shimmer and Shine on Nickelodeon. So, circle around, everyone, for the Emperor's Challenge. There once was a young woman named May, and May had a very, very green thumb. Her actual thumb wasn't green, of course. No, having a green thumb means having a talent, a gift, for making plants grow. The plants May loved to grow most were flowers. Fragrant lilacs, fluffy peonies, glistening tulips. She grew all those and more in a tiny garden behind the cozy cottage she shared with her grandmother. Monday through Friday, May would wake up with the sun, and spend hours tending her beloved garden. Then she'd gather flowers to sell from her stall at the marketplace. When the work week was over, May and her grandmother would pack a picnic and visit another garden at the royal palace. You see, the highest ruler in all the land was the emperor. And guess what? He had a green thumb, too. Years ago, the emperor had planted a massive garden next to the palace, Every Saturday and Sunday, he opened his garden to the public so his subjects could enjoy the vibrant colors and delicious scents of his fabulous flowers. Whenever May and her grandmother strolled through the royal garden, the young woman would gaze wistfully at the rows and rows of flowers and sigh. Oh, Grandmother, have you ever seen roses so ravishing or dahlias so dazzling? Not to mention those marvelous magnolias. 
If only I could care for a garden as grand as the Emperor's. I'm sure it would be wonderful, May. But this garden is a thousand times bigger than our patch of earth behind the cottage. The Emperor must plant a million flowers a year. Do you think you're up to the task? Every time Grandmother asked this question, May felt deep in her heart that, yes, she would be up to the task. She loved the idea of nurturing those precious plants and doing her best to help them reach their greatest potential. It would take a lot of work and a lot of time, but May knew she'd be happy, and the flowers would be happy, too. One Monday morning, as she always did, May awoke at sunrise. She ate her breakfast, then grabbed her rake, shovel, and watering can, and spent hours weeding, planting, and watering her garden. She even sang to her flowers. After that, she filled several baskets with blooms and carried them to the marketplace. May's flower stall always attracted a long line of customers. But on this particular morning, as May flipped her closed sign to open, she noticed the line snaked around the entire market. It was as if every customer who usually visited throughout the day had shown up all at once. Well, good morning, everyone. What brings you all here so bright and early? The customer's eyes sparkled. Oh, May, haven't you heard the news? It's big. It's huge. It's enormous. May shook her head. No, I'm afraid I haven't heard the news. I've been gardening all morning. What's happening? The customers proceeded to tell May that the emperor, the highest ruler in the land, was looking... To retire. To move on. To step down from his throne. Forever. May smiled. Well, the emperor has been such a wonderful ruler. So honest and wise. I'm sorry to see him go. But everyone knows he's getting quite old. And quite tired. No wonder he's ready to move on. The customers exchanged a look. Yes, May. But here's the thing. The emperor doesn't have any children. So he doesn't have any natural successors. So to decide who will replace him, he's holding a, a contest. contest. May was impressed. Wow, how creative. Of course, we always knew the emperor was a clever man with a brilliant mind. But why did you want to tell me about this contest? As it turns out, the customers had a very good reason. Because the contest to become the next emperor... Is a seed-growing contest. The emperor is requiring every young person in the land to compete. And you are a shoe-in, May. You're destined to win. After all, who around here knows more about growing seeds than you? you? That was Monday. The contest began on Friday. And on that morning... May found herself among the throngs of young men and women who flocked to the Emperor's palace. The air was buzzing and humming with excited chatter until the great ruler appeared on the palace balcony. My good people, thank you for coming here today. It has been an honor serving you all these years. But just as winter turns to spring and new green sprouts emerge from the once barren earth, it is time for me to move on. So... The emperor swept his hand across the crowd. One of you 
will inherit my throne. As for which one of you, well, that remains to be seen. The emperor gestured toward the palace's entrance. Suddenly, hundreds of servants streamed through the archway. Each one was pushing a cart piled high with flower pots. Inside each of these flower pots is a pouch. Inside each pouch is a very special seed. Each one of you will take a pot and seed home and see what you can grow. After six months' time, you will come back to the palace and show me the fruits of your labors. I will choose the next emperor based on what you bring back. May's heart beat faster than a bumblebee's wings as a palace servant handed her a pot and seed. May wrapped them in an extra soft blanket, tucked them into her knapsack, and made her way back home. Inside the cottage, May told Grandmother everything the Emperor had said. Then May took the pouch, loosened its drawstrings, and tipped it over. As the tiny seed dropped into May's palm, she looked at Grandmother with wide eyes. Grandmother, do you really think I have what it takes to replace the Emperor? Grandmother's eyes twinkled. I do, my child. I do. But it isn't up to me. Now? She tilted her head toward the seed. It's up to you. What will happen when May plants the Emperor's seed? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Emperor's Challenge. When we left off, the emperor was about to retire. To choose his successor, he gave a flower pot and seed to every young person in the empire. After six months, they were to come back and show the emperor what they had grown. A young woman named May was especially fond of growing things and especially gifted. She tended a garden at home, and her flower stall at the marketplace drew long lines of admiring customers. 
So May took the emperor's flower pot and seed and got to work. First, she gathered some pebbles. These will help the pot drain properly. I'll just lay them across the bottom like so. Next, she scooped in some rich, dark soil. Mmm, I love that earthy smell. Now the seed will have all sorts of yummy nutrients. After that, May pressed her thumb into the soil. Okay. Laid the seed inside. There you go. And sprinkled even more soil on top, making sure that the seed disappeared from view. Voila! Now, my little seed, it's time to help you grow. May tended her seed with the same loving care she gave all of her flowers. She watered it. She gave it sun. She even sang to it each day. And yet, every time May checked to see what had popped through the soil, there was nothing there. Not even a little green sprout. Hmm, what could I be doing wrong? Oh, uh, I know. Maybe I'm giving it too much water. So May stopped watering the pot. She made sure it was in a nice dry room, sealed off from any fog, mist, or rain. And yet, after a few days, when she checked to see what had popped through the soil... There's nothing there. Not even a little green sprout. Huh, well, this is a mystery. I know. Maybe I'm giving it too much sun. So May moved the pot into a darker space. She cleared the jars and cans out of a cupboard and placed the pot inside. And yet, when she checked to see what had popped through the soil... There's nothing there. Not even a little green sprout. Now I'm just plain confused. I know. Maybe I'm not singing to it enough. You are my sunshine. So May spent hours each day singing. When skies are gray. She sang every song she knew. And when she ran out, she started making songs up. Little plant, grow, grow, grow. Little plant. And yet, every time she checked to see what had popped through the soil, there's nothing there. Not even, you guessed it, a little green sprout. Meanwhile, at the marketplace, all May's customers could talk about was the Emperor's Contest. How's your seed doing, May? We bet it's amazing. And have you heard? Everyone who received the pot has grown a flower already. Each one bigger and more beautiful than the next. Hmm. Big, beautiful flowers, you say? Well, isn't that wonderful? Soon, the six months came to an end. The night before the emperor was expecting everyone back at the palace, Grandmother cooked May a dinner full of her favorite foods. But before May could take her first bite, she began... To cry. Oh, Grandmother, I was foolish to think I could care for a garden as grand as the Emperor's. I couldn't even get this silly little seed to grow. Grandmother smiled. But my dear, what matters most is that you tried. You watered, you sunned, you sang. You gave your heart and soul to this silly little seed. You've done your best, May, and that's all any of us can do. Our best. But don't you see? My best wasn't good enough, Grandmother. My pot is empty. I can't face the Emperor now. I'm so ashamed. 
Grandmother lifted a wrinkled hand and wiped away May's tears. My child, your efforts have been true. It's your duty to be humble and brave and show the emperor your truth. There's no shame in that. So, the next morning, May took her empty pot back to the palace. Much to her dismay, she saw that her customers were indeed correct. All the other young men and women had grown magnificent flowers, each one bigger and more beautiful than the next. They all beamed proudly as they lined up with their bursting flower pots. May stood in the very back, off to the side. She stared at the palace balcony, her heart heavy with dread. Just then, a murmur rippled through the crowd. All eyes turned to the palace's main entrance, as who should stride through the archway but the emperor himself. His embroidered silk robe flowed behind him, and rows of elegant beads swung from his tall rectangular hat. I see. The emperor wore a serious look as he paced up and down the rows of young men and women. He peered at each of their pots with piercing eyes. Oh, look at that. Oh, yes. Wow. At last, the emperor reached May. With trembling hands, she held out her pot. And what do we have here? An empty pot. May hung her head. Yes, your majesty. I have brought an empty pot. The emperor arched an eyebrow, his head cocked to one side. But where is your flower? Everyone else has brought me a magnificent flower, each one bigger and more beautiful than the next. May lifted her head. Your majesty, the truth is, I cared for my seed with all my heart and soul. I watered it, I sunned it, I sang countless songs. But, as you can see, I wasn't able to grow a flower for you. I'm sorry. May expected the emperor to get angry, his face growing redder than a begonia. But instead, the great ruler smiled. Young woman, please tell me, what is your name? May gulped. May? May, please come with me. The emperor took May's hand and guided her to the front of the crowd, where one of the palace servants had set up a platform. The emperor led May up the stairs, then turned to the mass of young men and women. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to present your new empress, May. An even bigger murmur rippled through the crowd. May was so shocked she almost dropped her pot. But, Your Majesty, I brought you an empty pot. I failed. No, May, you didn't fail. On the contrary, you are the only one who succeeded. The Emperor gazed out into the crowd. Six months ago, I gave everyone here a seed. I told you all to take the seed home and see what you could grow. But what I didn't tell you is that those seeds I gave you were boiled. None of them could grow, not even a little green sprout. Everyone gasped, including May. And yet, despite those seeds being boiled, after six months, you've all brought magnificent flowers, some of which 
rival the blooms in my own royal garden. But the seeds you planted were not the seeds I gave you. They most definitely weren't the seeds of an emperor. No, it is clear that you swapped them for seeds of dishonesty, pride, and cowardice. The emperor took May's pot and held it up for all to see. The seed May planted was the seed of an empress, a seed of truth, persistence, and courage. And that seed will grow trust, greatness, and leadership. Congratulations, May. You have won the contest. So, much to May's delight and surprise, she became the next empress. But while the old emperor did retire, he didn't disappear. Upon May's request, he stayed on as the official royal gardener. He taught the new empress everything he knew about growing plants, and she taught him a few things as well. May was a young ruler, but a wise one. She tended her empire like she tended her garden. She nurtured her precious citizens and did her best to help them reach their greatest potential. It took a lot of work and a lot of time, but May was happy, and her citizens were happy too. And when those citizens visited May's royal garden, a handful of them would notice something new among the ravishing roses, dazzling dahlias, and marvelous magnolias. In the very back, off to the side, was an empty flower pot, a true, persistent, and courageous reminder that, in the end, we always reap what we sow. Now it's your turn. Imagine you are the emperor or empress, and it's time to choose someone to replace you. What are the three most important qualities you'd look for in a successor? Think about what those qualities might be, then describe them to a family member or friend. After that, have them tell you what three qualities they'd want to see in the next leader. This week's story, The Emperor's Challenge, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert. Original music and sound designs by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on coloring pages. Special thanks to this week's actors, James Konachek, Tracy Lynn Oliveira, Maurice Emanuel Parent, Jeff Song, Dolores King-Williams, Christine Toy-Johnson, and Nikki Suhu. Check out Christine in the national tour of the hit Broadway musical Come From Away. And grown-ups, look for her on Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. Grown-ups can also see Nikki Suhu on Paramount Network's Heathers, as well as The Resident on Fox. And kids, listen for Nikki's voice on Star Wars Resistance on the Disney Channel and Shimmer and Shine on Nickelodeon. This week's featured instrument was the pipa. You can learn more about this ancient stringed instrument from China on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. And hey, have you subscribed to Circle Round yet? If you haven't, find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please write us a review. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. 
Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Maya, and I live in London. And my favorite story is the enchanted paintbrush, and my favorite part is when she paints everyone what they want. My name is Miriam, and I'm from San Jose, California, and my favorite story is sweet and sour. Hi, my name is Hope. My favorite circle round story is the fun other side of the world. I like when the pal when the spider says <clears throat> Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.